Hi, welcome to the Truth Hurts Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dominic Brady. I'm the other one, Bryce Leslie. So tonight we're going to be doing a mock draft for fantasy football, and we will be discussing our picks and just basically why we think this player fits here and why. And also we will be evaluating other people in the mock draft picks as well. All right, so the... We're just doing it on ESPN, so the first pick is up right now. Um, I'm seated, I'm slated at th- at third in the first, and Dominic's at eighth. So the first pick here, um, what would you do if you were the first pick? I mean, being a biased Giants fan, going Saquon Barkley. I mean, it's not biased. He's the number one rated fantasy uh, ranked throughout all of most rankings. Uh, so I would go with Barkley. I can definitely see Barkley. I mean, that's what I would go with. I mean, I'm back and forth. If I change my mind, Parker and McCaffrey. So, first pick. Looks like the dude's not in the draft, so it's going to be auto-drafted for Saquon. Now, Dominic, what's your game plan at the eighth spot? What's your hopes to get out of there? Uh, if one of the top running backs fall to me, then I'll take them. If not, I'm looking at a top wide receiver. If you remember from my uh, fantasy podcast the other day, I went through my, my draft strategy, and that's the strategy that, that I follow for every uh, draft. All right, so the first pick was Saquon of number two. Ooh, Christian McCaffrey at number two. That's not a shock at all. He's debatable for the first pick. All right, so I'm, I'm at the third pick here. I'm on the clock, and with Barkley and McCaffrey gone, I'm going to be going with Alvin Kamara. And I would say Zeke and Alvin are close, but with what's going on right now with Zeke, i got to go with Alvin. He's In PPR especially, he's going to be getting a lot of touches on both sides of the ball on a great offense. I would agree with that pick, but there was a report that, I don't know if you saw the report that came out about Kamara, uh, Sean Payton said that he's thinking about having a similar role that he had when Mark Ingram was the workhorse and he had a, like a, he just uh, like was like the compliment. They're thinking about Kamara still being the workhorse, but having Latavius Murray having more of a role. I'm really hoping that's not the case and I hope they did what they did last year when uh, Ingram was suspended and Kamara was the Valk, Valkyrie. Yeah, it is training camp. I feel like coaches are going to just say that stuff to make it a... They want everyone to battle for their spots. Um, I think Kamara has too much talent to keep him off the field, though. I think Latavius Murray is going to get some good looks. I definitely would get him later rounds um, if you are looking for a good um, a good placeholder, um, just in case something went wrong with Kamara. Um, so, while we're gone... The fourth pick was Le'Veon. The fifth pick was DeAndre Hopkins. Dominic two picks away with oh Michael Thomas won six. So Ooh, this is one very pick away. this is very surprising that David Johnson hasn't been selected yet. Uh, that's I was a little shocked that I mean Hopkins is obviously the best and Gurley Gurley got seven. selected. Ooh, so David Johnson just fell into my lap at seven. So I'm definitely going with him. By the way, you're pick eight, but yeah, same thing. But, yeah, I'm very shocked, especially Todd Gurley with all the rumors going around. Not rumors, but, like, his knee injury last year and him just, like, might not being able to carry as much as he had as in the past. 
So I'm really surprised. For me, he's an early second round pick or like 10th pick in the first round. I wouldn't have selected him at seven. And then Michael Thomas is another surprising one. I don't, he's my, I think he's my third ranked wide receiver behind Hopkins and Adams. So that's really surprising first round pick. Yeah. Um, so number nine, Devontae Adams was taken. Zeke's still <laughs> sitting on the board. The 10th person isn't in the draft. So you're going to see him taken off right here with Julio going at 11. I hate when people just join mock drafts and. Yeah, it's a pain. Um, at least once the first round is down, they're out of the way. Yeah. The only thing is sometimes they, if they're before or after me, they take the player I want, even if they wouldn't have if they were in the draft. Um, so, one round down, you got David Johnson. You're looking wide receiver at round two. Well, obviously I'm hoping Julio's still there, but I'm not thinking he will be. So I'm either looking at Odell, Antonio, Juju, just depends on who's available. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, people like Zeke, Melvin Gordon, the holdout market's growing every year. Um, yeah, I don't you, think it's going to stop until... Um, Bell set the precedent that it will yeah. work. He's the Kaepernick of holdouts. This dude, of course, is taking the whole minute and a half to select. I don't even think he's in the draft. He's not. His helmet is not covered. Oh, my bad. Oh, and he has the next pick, too. Yep, so there goes Zeke, and there goes Julio. All right. So, one pick away. Who you're going with? Odell or Juju? It's funny because last year in a lot of my drafts Mixon, I took you're up on the clock. A lot of my drafts last year I took Odell and Barkley. Wait, I don't have Barkley. Now my keeper league, Joe Mixon is my keeper. He was a third round pick in the league last year, so I can hold on to him. I'm excited about him. Hopefully, no injuries happen like past years. Yeah, I uh, I actually drafted Barkley and Odell in that league. Unfortunately, I can't keep either of them. I'm keeping. So I'm between Mike Evans and Nick Chubb. I'm leaning Mike Evans, but with the recent uh, report out today that uh, Duke Johnson got traded to the Texans, that means Nick Chubb could even get more touches in the first eight games before Kareem Hunt returns. So it would be a very tough decision to have to make. And with four teams in the playoffs this year, it might be worth to keep Nick Chubb because even if Kareem Hunt contends with him, he won't be there the first four games. So Chubb's going to be a workhorse and could put you ahead in the settings in the standings right away. So, your second round pick was? Odell Beckham Jr., baby. But not so giant anymore. Yeah, that still stays little. But hey, at least we got Daniel Jones. You got Stone Shepard with a thumb issue. You got Golden, Golden Tate, Tate out for four games. Corey He's still Coleman out for the year. I don't know, we got my boy Evan Ingram, too, at tight end. He's about to have a breakout year, I feel like. He's going to grow in fantasy value. He's pretty much in a, he's pretty much a wide receiver in a tight end's body, which is perfect for fantasy. So who are you looking at with the 18th pick? Um, let's see here. So we're sitting at pick 14 right now. I'm at 18. Melvin Gordon was just taken, so that means we're a few away. 
if Travis Kelsey is there, it, I would think about it. I mean, even though I don't like taking a tight end that early, um, the position value, the I mean, the value for him here is just so good at 18. So I would definitely consider it. I mean, we're one pick away. We'll see. I also like Antonio Brown a lot, too. Um, he does have a foot issue, but an undrafted free... Was he undrafted free agent, or was he seventh-round pick? Seventh-round pick, yeah. Seventh-round pick, dude's going to dude's gonna work. He was just taken, which puts me in a tough spot right now. Um, I just... Instead of putting two running backs together, like Kamara and Connor, and then the tight end from Kelsey, um, Ertz, Kittle, and Engram, I think there's going to be a big drop-off after those four. So I'm going to go with value here with Travis Kelsey. Fun fact on uh, Antonio Brown, he's number 84 because 8 times 4 is 32, and 32 teams passed him in the first round. Is what he posted a while back. So I thought that was just a funny anecdote. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I love Travis Kelsey with Patty Mahomes, but personally, I would not select a tight end in the first two rounds. He does have good value. He's definitely going to be a top two tight end, I feel like, this year in fantasy. But for me, I always go wide receiver running back regardless in the first two rounds. In our keeper league, make it, if I already have Mixon and I get someone else, it's like a third round pick for me. So that's what my mindset was taking on. Yeah, All right, let's see here. We got... So I have Kamara and Kelsey. We got Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, T.Y., Amari, Kittle, Johnson, Freeman, Edelman, Thielen. Hmm. What I really could do, I really don't like any of these wide receivers. I mean, I, I like them, but I just don't like the value right now. Dalvin Cook, he messed up for me last year. Leonard Fournette. I'm... I'm I'm, 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 I feel risky taking him because, I mean, two years ago, dude was a stud. You know, now he's working the passing game more, but an injury could always happen. T.Y. Hilton always seems to do a great job in the offense with the Colts. Um, he's going to be my wide receiver one. I'll take him on my third pick. Good choice. I would have done the same, actually. I was between Thielen and Hilton for that pick. Yeah, I do like Thielen a lot. The only difference between Thielen and Hilton is Thielen is Hilton doesn't have a receiver like Diggs on the other side of the field yeah. with him. Just Thielen was an absolute fantasy stud last year, so yeah, I don't know why he's ranked so low this year. I know. I'm, I don't. I can't even. ESPN just putting him so low. Ooh, my pick's coming up. So I picked twenty-eight. So I'm gonna be looking at running backs following the draft strategy. Dalvin Cook's still sitting there. That'd be a great pick in the late third round. But and Nick Chubb's still there too. I'm not liking Nick Chubb in the first two rounds, to be honest with you. Like he's an amazing player, but when it's not the first two rounds, it's the third round. round. First three rounds, because when Cremont comes back, I'm worried. I mean, what are the other, what are the other running backs? I mean, Perrion Johnson could be, but I just feel like Eric Henry maybe, or Devonta Freeman. Kevin Coleman's gone. There's no really true running back two behind him this year. The health is the only concern, but the same is for Henry, too, and Johnson, who's out. Last year. Freeman. It's a good pick in the late third round. Doesn't really have much competition. No. They're, they're number two right now is down to Ido Smith, who was a fourth-round pick last year, and Brian Hill, who's been jumping 
uh, back and forth through teams. So, um, without any injury, I think Freeman's going to get a ton of touches. Um, Dude, if especially, you, especially with their cutter as their uh, back to their offensive coordinator, who um, really said he wants to utilize the running back this next year. So, Adam Thielen did impact hard on me at, in the fourth round. That blows my mind. Easily a third round pick, at least. And his teammate Diggs goes pick after. Thielen is a great pick. We're sitting at a good spot, getting all these late gems. Let's see, I'm sitting right now. Got one running back, one wide receiver, one tight end. That's the risk you kind of got to take if you have a top tight end. Um, I think 18 is the starting point I will put on Kelsey. Um, personally, I've never taken one of those top three tight ends in a in a mock draft yet, so I want to do it this time to see how my roster plays out and see if I like it any different than what well, the other leagues are. I always look at a top tight end in the fifth round. What I So, I don't know, uh, you might have listened to my strategy. I do running back, watcher, running back, wide receiver, first four rounds of anything. Fifth round is when I start looking at if there's an Aaron Rodgers or a Patty Mahomes available or a Kelsey or Kittle, like the quarterback and tight end position. Mahomes was just taken. That was a reach. But I mean, it is late fourth, so. Thing is, you can get a value out of Philip Rivers in like the 11th round, and he's maybe going to get you like two or three less points a game by the end of the season. Alright, so let's see. I need a running back and a wide receiver now. Um. Looking at the value between both, I do see some running backs later that I could get with my next pick that would sit perfectly fine in my running back two spot. You know, I have Kamara, one of the best running backs in the league. So I'm definitely looking wide receiver at this pick. Now let's just look at all of them. Let's see. Robert Woods, Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup, Alshon Jeffrey, Chris Goblin, and the list goes down. Um, Let's see. The Rams, they have... Um, they with Gurley's uh, injury um, doesn't know the future of it I do think the Rams are going to look to pass a lot more next year I do like Galladay I think he could be a breakout player especially with Golden Tate gone now um, and that's probably what I'm going to go with with this pick I do like Robert Woods but since that wide receiver room is really loaded I don't know on a week by week basis how that's going to go especially for my wide receiver too I'm going to go with upside with Galladay Marvin, I think Marvin Jones is still on the line Drew. Yeah, he is, but after that, they don't have anything. Yeah. Because they lost Eric Ebron, who's one of the best touchdown getters in the NFL. I guess that's the difference between playing with Stafford and Luck, too. Yeah, true. <laughs> Stafford used to be a baller, though, so I don't even know what happened. Well, I mean, he had he Megatron. Just always, he's just always been staying at mediocre. Like, yeah, I mean, he had arguably one of the best wide receivers, talent-wise, of all time in Calvin Johnson, so he was able to just throw it up to him all the time. You looking at with your next year? Aaron Jones. That's, that's who I was hoping was for. I think Aaron Jones is a dark horse for breakout player of the year. Just with the new. Uh, I got two of my sleeper picks that could have top 10 upside this year Golly. sitting there for me, and that's Aaron Jones and Damian Williams. So. And both of them were there for me. Jarvis Landry taking the fifth. was down year last year. And then they just added one of the best receivers in football. I would not take him in the fifth round. Um, Aaron Jones sits to me. Put him next to Kamara. I like my top five. Ooh. If Damian Williams falls to me, that's my pick. 
I love the guy. I know he sat behind Kenyon Drake in Miami. Miami's not a good franchise. Um, he comes in the perfect light in Kansas City. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson in the fifth round. That's a grab, I would say. There's always people that feel like they have to fill up their whole starting lineup before they start putting people yeah. on their bench. Yep. Key to fantasy is depth. Anything in the wide receiver running back position, really. Like last year, I took LaShawn McCoy with my third round pick. I drafted Sony Michelle with the second to last pick in the draft, and he broke out. What is this? Is the sixth round? My boy Rogers? Nope. You got some good flexes sitting there. And you, I, took, I, you took Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I took my flexing fifth round. I got Mark Ingram. Nice. Evan Ingram wanted to pick before Rodgers. Alright, let's see. Coming up here, I'm looking for my flex. I'm one of those people that likes to sit and wait for my quarterback. I just feel like at this point, the numbers are going to be too close together. There's just like a gap, like Patrick Mahomes and Rodgers are just on another level, I feel like, compared to some of these other guys. But I mean, like, if you can get Matt Ryan in like the eighth or ninth round, that's way better than waiting or than taking Rodgers in that He won't be there in the eighth or ninth, though. You also have to like look at it like, because a lot of times you do fantasy leagues with people you know, you gotta, because like, you, there's always gonna be people in your league that don't know fantasy as well, that are gonna be reaching for quarterbacks like that, so you gotta play it like that, too. But doing a mock draft is smart because it's just different people. They don't know how they're going to choose. That's the thing I'm already reviewing last year's draft results for my league. That's smart. Alright, sitting here two picks away. There's some good ones on there. Perfect. I'm up. My flex is sitting there right for me. One of my sleeper picks at wide receiver this year, Tyler Boyd. Ooh, especially with AJ Green being injured. And um, and it's a toe injury, which he has had over the last couple of years. It's gonna be lingering. Yeah, Green's still sitting there, like eighth or ninth round comes around, and he's still there. I'm grabbing him, but with all these auto drafts going on, he's gonna be gone soon. Alright, so I'm coming up again. I'm going to be looking at a quarterback. Ryan, Luck, Newton, Mayfield, Wentz. Still on the board. Got some good ones to choose from. I would go Luck if he's still available. I think the Colts are going to have a really good offense next year, especially with that line. The only thing I'm nervous about with Luck is there's stuff going around that he might not be out there at the start of the season. Why? Shoulder? Something wrong. He says he doesn't want to play if it doesn't feel 100%. I forget what it was. I was watching ESPN the other day. And sitting there, every draft my past three years, I've gotten Julio Jones. This year, I didn't, I mean, this mock, I didn't get him. So might as well get his QB if he's still there. With the Giants, the only, or actually, no, there's two players I'm willing to draft in fantasy. Odell, or, sorry, Barkley. Ah, wake <laughs> up. Barkley, Barkley and uh, Ingram, and then Sterling Shepard, maybe as a wide receiver, three or four. So I guess three Giants. 
Oh, and our kicker, Rosa, she's arguably the best kicker in the league. Based on actually. Based on opportunity. one pick away. Got some good QBs to choose from. I'm all I feel like taking the risk of waiting another round and seeing who else is here. But I don't know. All these wide receivers being taken, I feel like I might want to add another one. But I feel like those names still be there. Alright, going with this pick, I'm going with Matt Ryan. He's a top 10 quarterback in the league. Uh, Fantasy-wise, though, he always puts up great numbers every year. Um, he kills it. He's got great weapons on uh, both aerial ends in the run game. He's got an improved offensive line. I think he's going to have a really good year. you think the Falcons are going to make the playoffs? I do. I think they're going to sit at 10-6. We'll go through that more in a couple weeks in the team-by-team -team breakdown, though. I mean, they're, they're always up and down every year. Um, they usually put up a, like a, a stellar year. I mean, the year they made the Super Bowl, that offseason, people were saying they weren't going to make the playoffs. So, I, I like being the underdog. took your boy, Calvin Ridley, for my wide receiver three. I think that's a good pick. You know, last year, Sanu was like the wide receiver two. Ridley was the three. I think Ridley's going to start taking some of those away from Sanu, especially with Sanu being gone after this year, most likely. Turn up again. I do need to get a third running back because the running backs are starting to go away. Like ones that are worth drafting as your third running back. Two picks away. Not really good options for my running back three. And Tevin Coleman, I do like as my running back. I would take him as a running back three. Yeah, but he's still nagging with that injury. I feel like, you know, Kyle Shanahan. That made it a football Carl Shanahan was his coach in Atlanta, and he loved him enough to give him decent money for a running back. So I'm, if Coleman's there, I'm gonna pick him. And he goes. All right, let's see. I need a running back here. Ekelar could be good, especially with the Melvin Gordon rumors, but I don't like him as my third running back right now. Um, Rashad Penny. The only thing is Chris Carson is going to steal a lot of that. I'm going to go with someone who's going to be really good in the flex. I mean, in the, in the dual threat um, is Naeem Hines. Hines. He, um, Marlon Mack is good. He's going to be their running back, but Hines in the passing game is going to be good, especially with Luck out there. So I'm going to take Hines. What are your thoughts on Robbie Anderson? Because, mm. like, besides him, who else do the Jets have as a receiver? My problem with Jets receivers, I don't think there's going to be one standout all year, like one lead receiver. I think it's. I think Le'Veon Bell is going to be their best receiver. 
<laughs> but I think it's just gonna change every game. Um, one of my don'ts for the draft was to take a Jets receiver this year. Or I'm coming up, looking at the flex option. Looking at tight end at pick 88. Looking at Vance McDonald. I think he's gonna have a big year with. He, I think he's gonna be the number two option in the passing game behind Juju. Hmm. I'm going Vance McDonald if he's still available at a at a. Oh uh, yeah. That'd be a good one. All right, let's see here. Baker. So we got Marvin Jones. I already got Galladay. But it wouldn't be bad to get both of them. Yeah, because one of them could get hurt and then the other one would become a wide Especially because this dude's sitting on my bench. I think Marvin Jones' value in the ninth round here is really good. I'm going to just double down on Lions receivers, especially when they're the only two. At this point, it's just looking for the scenarios you feel best. Every pick now is going to have its what-ifs. So you just got to go with what you're comfortable with and what you can just back up. What is the Eagles running back situation? I know they have Jordan Howard now. Do they have anyone else? They drafted Miles Sanders, and a lot of people think that Sanders is going to be taking a lot of touches. People think it's going to be 50-50. I really like Jordan Howard. Um, I would probably take him over Sanders, which isn't happening a lot. People just always love taking rookie running backs earlier than they should be. Hey, was there any stand-up rookie? Saquon. Yeah. People were taking Darius Geis in the third and fourth round last year before he got hurt. I don't think... I think he's going to be good next year, but not as good since Adrian Peterson's still there. And, yeah. Let's see. I'm looking at a running back next because I really need to fill up that bench. I do like a lot of these running backs for my running back four. But you're still in the pot, so you gotta talk about your pick. I'm thinking of two running backs. I think I'm gonna go with Dion Lewis. He's just, this is a PPR league. He's gonna get those receptions. Surprised you didn't go with Duke Johnson Jr. Oh, I didn't see that. Freaking bored. Alright, let's see. My, I started at Kamara and Jones as a starting running back. Love it. Naeem Hines as my um, pass catching. I could fill in on a bye week. And I'm going to go with Jordan Howard. I'm not a big fan of rookie running backs, just besides people like Saquon with the talent like that. I really don't think Miles Sanders is better than Jordan Howard right now. Jordan Howard is a good running back. I really like him. You know, a couple years ago, he's being drafted in the first two rounds. So I'm going to go with him as my fourth running back. Doesn't have a bye week as any of my other three running backs all over the fit. I'm up again, just like that. Everyone else besides us are in auto draft. Gotta love it. All these people are gonna be in the Truth Hurts podcast and not even know it. So let's see here. In the 11th round, I'm still looking to. With someone like Kelsey, I'm not looking at a backup tight end until really late now. Um, potentially even the last round. So I'm still looking at the flex position. Let's see what we got working here. As my fifth running back, I got to take Duke Johnson Jr. still on the board. I think he's going to get a lot of opportunities, especially with Dante Foreman being released by Houston a few days ago. 
I'm looking at tight ends right now because I like Vance McDonald, but he, I'm not super uh, convinced that he's going to have an amazing year. So I'm just trying to figure out a backup right now. Between Trey Burton and Austin Cooper right now. And Trey, I mean, I ultimately would go with the better quarterback as my backup tight end. I'm actually going to go with Eric Ebron. I think it's solid. <laughs> That's a good one. He's My only worry with Ebron is he had an outstanding year, but he hasn't put up a year like that before. Is he going to maintain it, especially with Doyle back healthy next year? Ooh, I'm going to go with the backup quarterback. I have no clue how Russell Wilson fell that low. In my mind, he's a top-five quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't have a lot of talent around him, especially with Doug Baldwin retiring. Mm-hmm. But they got DK McCaff, and I think they'll still be decent. So at this point, I'm looking at value. If I'm ever in a draft where there's three people left and everyone else is auto-drafting, a lot of wide receivers and running backs are going to be taken off the board. So when I get up, i got to take someone that I can support as um, as, as depth at this point. Um, people I'm looking at for my wide receiver um, four spot, um, I'm looking at Tyra Williams, um, wide receiver two in Oakland, clear-cut wide receiver two, long ball threat, but now that I'm looking at is Golden Tate. The only risk is is the four games, but and been known as a PPR, one of the best PPR um, wide receivers to, to sleep on in years past. Now he's fallen really late. Um, first, I'm gonna take Williams with all this autograph stuff. If I can get Golden Tate right after, I'm gonna do it. Alright, coming up, Golden Tate will be my wide receiver five. And after this uh, after this mock draft, we're going to go through our teams and talk about um, a strength and weakness on each roster. I am actually going to go with the defense in the 13th round because the Bears' defense is just so dominant and I'm a late 13th round pick. I'm not the worst pick. So going with Justin Tucker in the 14th round. I usually don't take kickers and defenses that early. I usually wait till the last two rounds, but when I had a late round picks like that, I just went with my gut. But now I have arguably the best defense and the best kicker for fantasy in the NFL. And now I could just, because I have depth at each position. I have two quarterbacks, four running backs, four wide receivers. I'm thinking I'm going to take another running back in the last round just to be safe. Alright, so I need... I got three picks left. I got... I just realized I put six for receivers on my team. Oh, well. I don't need a backup for Kelsey. But, so I'm sending out a backup QB, defense, and kicker. Um, looking at the QBs, the one I would take right now is Phillip Rivers. Um, looking at the defense... I'm not really liking any of these defenses to take in the 14th ever back of QB, especially when I'm more of a guy that sits around the waiver wire for the best defense possible. There are a lot of kickers on here that I would take over. Um, a lot of the um, lower ones. So I, mean, I am going to go with Legatron at this pick, especially with the auto draft. I don't know what they're going to do. Especially with I can get Rivers with my 15th round pick if I want to. 
Yeah, that's that's what I was saying earlier. Why sometimes taking a quarterback is not worth it because you can get a guy like Rivers who consistently gets 20, 25 points a game. One thing I hate about when people auto drafting is like you have to make the decision faster. I know, but for our sake of the pod, it works out. go with Sanini because he's like a third no really the fourth option now with Cooper and Ridley playing Jones um, Ridley and Sanu are still going to split good games and bad games I'm really not sold on Ridley at the draft slot he's having right now um, once Sanu's out of the building I'll definitely say that but Falcons like to spread the ball around a lot that's why Julio doesn't get as many touchdowns as people crave over Ooh, this is a I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt on the hope that he's going to take over for, take over Chubb, maybe, if he starts balling out again. I don't think he's going to take over, but I do think he's going to be getting a lot of touch, especially with Duke Johnson out the door and Carlos Hyde gone, too, though. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if he can play like he did in his Pro Bowl here. It'd be hard for the Browns, especially the Browns are a Super Bowl for it, arguably this year. Now sitting in defense, I'm looking at week one matchups with my last pick. Um, I'm going with the Broncos here because they are playing Raiders Monday night. Um, the Raiders have a lot of new offensive weapons. I don't think they put it all together week one. So I'm going with the Broncos, D. All right, and that concludes this uh, mock draft. Uh, Dominic, if you want to list your roster that you got at the eighth spot in the draft. Right, so starting off at quarterback, I have who I would say is the top three quarterback in fantasy. I have Aaron Rodgers. My RB1 is David Johnson of the Cardinals. My RB2 is Devontae Freeman. My wide receiver one is Odell Beckham Jr. My wide receiver two is Adam Thielen. My starting tight end is Vance McDonald. And my current flex is Mark Ingram. My defense, the Bears defense. My kicker is Justin Tucker. And then my bench is Calvin Ridley, Sterling Shepard, Deion Lewis, Eric Ebron, Russell Wilson, Kareem Hunt, and Mohamed Sanu. All right, so how we're going to do this is I'll give you what I think is your best strength, and you give yourself your weak, your high weakness. Yeah. So looking at roster, um, if I had to pick a position of best strength on your team, I really like your wide receiver group. I think it's awesome. Um, Odell, getting him at the spot you were in the second round is a good pick. Thielen, you got in the fourth round, which I don't think you would see in many leagues, honestly. Um, then you have Calvin Ridley, who is going to, I'm sure, flip with Ingram as your flex every week, depending on matchups, which probably would be your flex ever. Seeing, I would definitely put him at flex before Ingram with the start of the year, because I don't know how Baltimore is going to start their offense. You know, Ridley's only going to do one thing. You don't know what Ingram's going to do. Um, Sterling Shepard, I think, could break out this year, especially being the top option. I think he's going to be healthy and just fine. And Sanu is just a backup to Ridley if anything happens. Uh, so, my weakness, you said? Mm-hmm. So, I, this roster is really hard to find a weakness in. I would say my depth, maybe. But, like, if you look at my starting, I have the, a top three quarterback, uh, Arguably a top five running back if Johnson performs how he used to. I'm a little bit worried with Freeman as an RB2. He used to be an RB1, but in the past few years, he hasn't been like producing like he used to. My wide receivers, I'm very confident in. 
tight end. I don't know. Vance McDonald's had up and down years. But... That was my run. That was my runner up for your weakness. On Ingram twice. That was no. Um, tight end. Oh, Vance McDonald. Yeah, he's he doesn't have name value, but he has, I think, uh, opportunity. I think it's gonna be up and down. Like, yeah. I mean, that's why I also took Eric Ebron because he's a touchdown machine. So, and. I can um my play, I would play the matchups with this roster. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's do your roster. All right, so uh, Matty Ice is my QB. Um, my running back one is Alvin Kamara. My running back two is Aaron Jones. My running back three is Naeem Hines or Jordan Howard. Um, flip and five whatever you want for those. And my running back five is Duke Johnson Jr. Which could honestly go with those three. I don't know how it's going to work in Houston yet. My wide receiver one is T.Y. My wide receiver two is uh, Kenny Galladay. My wide receiver three is Tyler Boyd, sitting at my flex right now. And then I got Marvin Jones, um, Tyler Williams, and Golden Tate. So I have a loaded wide receiver room right now. And I'm just doing that for depth purposes. Um, and then I have the Broncos D and then Greg Zerline. So if you want to go with the strengths, the strength for mine, then I'll go with the weakness. I think your strength is definitely your wide receiver core. I love Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd at the flex. I think he's gonna be arguably a wide receiver one. I would say your weakness is your running backs. Like I think Aaron Jones is gonna have a good year, but like just based on like early rankings and like early predictions, he's more of an RB three back end RB two. But Kamara is obviously strong, and then. Your tight end obviously is super strong, and then your depth at wide receiver I really like with Golden Tate and uh, Williams. Uh, running backs at depth, like I said, Jordan Howard might. Uh, it's dependent on he's battling that rookie for a starting position, and also Duke Johnson I think is going to be really good value, especially in PPR. I think my biggest weakness going in, um, I am nervous if. T.Y. or Gade gets injured. I do like my depth with Marvin Jones, Tyrell, and Golden Tate, but I don't, I don't want to start him every week, so that's the only thing I'm nervous about. I did kind of wait to add to the wide receiver, and that's the risk you got to take um, with Travis Kelsey in there uh, if you take him late second. I took that risk. I do like how the roster played out. It's different than what I've done in the past. Um, personally, if I'm sitting at 18, I don't think I'm going to take Kelsey um, in the future. Just because I like how my other rosters played out. Um, my biggest strength, I think, is my, um, well, of course, tight end compared to the rest of the teams in the league. Yeah. Um, I do like that I have Matt Ryan and Rivers. I took Matt Ryan um, about eight rounds before Rivers. But I'm going to be flipping back and forth on Rivers and Ryan depending on matchup, honestly. Um, and I also like my running back depth. Um, not for flex wise, not for RB one or two, if something happens, play around with it. But that was the that was our final for it. Um, something to look forward to next week. We will be doing um our big fantasy show. We've been talking about. We'll be having three guests with us too. We're gonna be doing um the fantasy mock show. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna have ten teams. We're gonna have five people controlling two teams and splitting up the order. We're, the format is not going to be like a full roster like this. We're going to do a QB, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and defense. Well, we don't have to do kicking defense. We're just going to do that. We're just going to do those first. Um, six. Yeah, no bench. 
Yeah, no bench. To make it easier and for everyone to go through picks a little quicker. So thank you for joining in today. And um, keep up to date with everything, everything going on on Twitter. We have the, the NFL team-by-team team breakdown. We're sitting at the Colts at number eight right now. Um, tonight, actually, soon actually, we'll be posted day five of our fantasy football um, positional rankings. And stay up to date with what to watch, uh, final takes, and our nightly MVP. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in to our latest Truth Hurts podcast. You can listen to us anywhere. Search The Truth Hurts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and so much more. Stay up to date all sports through our anchor site along with our Twitter account at truthhurts underscore pod. Have a great day, but remember, sometimes the truth does in fact hurt.